Hi, and welcome to Transparent with Tina. I am Tina Marks, your host. Happy Wednesday, everybody. So Wednesday's episodes is me interviewing other thought leaders, um, really focusing on um, sixth sensory life, the spirit-driven life, which has completely changed my life. Um, I am so excited for our guest today. I mean, he blows my mind. Um, he's somebody I've not met in person. I haven't even spoken to him on the phone, but I've been following him on Instagram. Thank you guys for jumping on. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Anyway, um, he's got uh, so much to talk about. He's going to tell us about his background story and um, how he came to do what he's doing. He um, now, believe this or not, he works 10 hours a week and runs several seven-figure seven companies. Okay, so that's over a million dollars. Okay, just so you know, not that great at math. But anyways, he's going to tell us how he does it. He's got ways of helping you do that, whether it's uh, through seminars. He's got a coaching forum, um, but I'm so excited to bring him on. So as soon as he gets here, um, I'm going to bring him on. But in the meantime, I'm going to tell you a little bit about him. His name is Danny Morrill. He's an awakening guy dedicating to helping humanity awaken their life's truest potential. He has helped thousands of people transform their lives through his books, events, retreats, and seminars. He cur currently holds, holds a three-day transformational event every quarter and also has a program for entrepreneurs who want to scale from six to seven figures and work 50% less. How does that sound, everybody? Hey, Danny, uh, that's you, right? He's, he's, and he's jumping on right now. So I'm so happy to have him on today. I want to, I want to, I want to scale my business by 50%. Hey, Danny, how are you? I'm great, Tina. How about yourself? I'm good. I was just telling, um, I just read your bio. So uh, I let everybody in on what you're doing, um, that you're an awakening guide, uh, you're helping others awaken humanity to themselves um, and transform their lives through all of your books and events and everything else. And we're going to go deeper into that as we go along. Yes. Hey, Sky. I'm just saying, oh, I love your content. Thank you. Give me a um, moment, Tina, because I am, uh, I'm just realizing that my cell phone setup is a little bit messed up here. Okay. And hey, Derek. I need to I'm fix saying, it. My that's my client. Hi from Saudi. What alive with the legend Danny. Absolutely. Yeah, I haven't even met him before, but he, uh, I'm, he's legendary. Or he's going to be legendary. Legendary, I don't know if that would be the right word. I don't know if you've been around long enough to be legendary, but you're a legend in your own right. I, I am doing right. Thank you, and thank you for the follow. So while Danny's getting set up, um, we're going to be talking today, as I said earlier, about basically, I call it sixth sensory life, spirit-driven life. Um, I'm all about this right now. And, you know, everybody, once you start opening into that and your gifts and your purpose, which we're going to talk about too, it's like, everybody's following in my path because I was, you know, for the last three years, I've been interviewing entrepreneurs, you know, and, and their challenges they face and everything else. But that was pretty much based on not so much of a spiritual life or a sixth sensory life, but more of a five sensory life. Okay. And since that I've made the transformation basically because I felt like if I didn't, I didn't really have a good enough, you know, reason for being here. And um, so it's completely changed my life. Hi from Zimbabwe, <laughs> thank you, and Canada. Hi, Canada. Hi, Mexico. Bon champi. And love Danny, absolute amazing human being. I can see why. Hey, we're getting a good uh, view of your office there. Yeah, you know, uh, I just got off a podcast, and so I'm trying to get this all squared away. It looks like this is about as good as I'm going to do right now. Uh, let me try one more thing here. Okay. And Israel. I should be ready Ethiopia. To I think these must be your followers. <laughs> I have some, though, uh, Brazil and things like that. So um, are, you, are you set? I think I am. You know, I'm a little OCD, so it's bugging me that one of the legs is a little bit shorter. Give me a second. Oh, okay. And I... Sh Yes, now we're set. Let's do it. Somebody's coming to see you live in December, and I was uh, looking about that too this morning. How, how many people do you usually? Well, I guess I'm getting a little. Uh, how many people usually come to your events? Uh, we'll have 800 there uh, at this event. That's that's a large, and that's not counting virtual. That's in person. 
Yeah, that's in person. Yeah. That's in person. Okay. So before we get into all the events and everything, why don't we hear a little bit about your backstory? I mean, I, I read up on you, but I don't know how many people on here know much about your backstory and how you got into the awakening and healing space. And I think you're on freeze right now. Can you hear us? Yeah, you know, we're going through a really big thunderstorm right here in Austin. So something's going on with the electricity, but we'll figure it out. Um, so can you hear me okay? Okay, we'll figure it out. Yeah, can you hear me okay? Because it's on his face. I can't, I don't know how to turn I can hear you okay. Yeah, I can hear you great. Okay, so we're can good Can you hear now? me? Yep, yep. I, yeah, you, you, you're cutting out a little bit, but I can hear you now. Okay, good. So I'll give you a little bit about my background story. Where would you like me to begin? Uh, from the beginning, I know that you were raised in the ghetto from a single mom, right? And you have what, two other siblings? Yeah, so my mother and father divorced when I was 13 years old. And my mother took myself and my two siblings into um, California. So we moved from New York City to Southern California. And that's kind of like where uh, my journey began, and I say that because we went from living in a you know nice middle class home to all of a sudden we are in the ghetto. And when I mean the ghetto, I mean you know drugs, gangs. It just very unsafe to be there, basically. And that unsafeness, yeah. right? I, I try to teach everybody that sometimes you know your greatest obstacles or your greatest pain could also be your greatest gift. So feeling unsafe in that neighborhood I believe that. is, yeah, it's what drove me to want to get us out of that neighborhood. And I didn't want my little brother to experience the same kind of life that I had experienced. And so I okay. went out, I, at 18, I made a decision to, you know, set a goal to buy my mother and my brothers a home by the time I was 21 years old. Okay. And I didn't know how I was going to do it. That's never important. I didn't know where I was going to get the money from. That's never important. And mm -hmm. I say it's never important because that's where most human beings get stuck and hung up. Absolutely. They try, Absolutely. they try to mentally figure out how something is going to happen. I was more concerned with why it was going to happen. And I no longer wanted to live in poverty. I saw that other people were you know, living in nice, beautiful homes and nice, safe neighborhoods. And I, I felt that I deserved that as well. And so I just kind of put all my energy into that. And sure enough, by the time I was 21, I bought us a house. And by the time I was 27, I was making a million bucks a year. And then uh, I got married and had, you know, two little children by the time I was 30 and I lost it all. And I say that I lost it all because that's an important part of my journey as well is that I was on such a high financially that you know, when you, come, you, when you come from extreme poverty and then all of a sudden you start making a lot of money, your ego can get really inflated. And I was brought down to my knees to a point where I literally couldn't afford to, I couldn't afford rent, I couldn't afford a gallon of milk and I had just come from making a million bucks a year at 27, 28 years old. And that was one of the, another great gift that happened in my life in that I was able to be humbled, right? Um, and I was able to, in that humbling, relate with other people at a deeper level. And it's what I think I needed in order to bring me to what I'm doing today, which is helping people, yeah, on a business level, but also more importantly on a spiritual and emotional level. And um, uh -huh. anyhow, um, once I kind of, kind of started my way back up, I, I had another vision to build a company. And I started a small real estate company in Southern California. I started with $2,500 and um, I built it into a billion dollar a year sales organization, about 40 million a year in revenue. And then I sold it about a year and a half ago, two years ago. And two years ago? Yeah, yeah, just two years ago, yeah. Oh, interesting. When you first, when you first accomplished, you were making a million dollars a year, what kind of business were you in then? I was a real estate salesperson and I oh, was- Oh, I see, and then, became, then you became a broker. An investment? Yeah, became, I became a broker and then just, you know, two years ago we sold that company. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, you know, I mean, I totally relate to that. And, you know, a lot of people say, you know, I don't know what my gift is. I don't know what my purpose is, you know? And I think a lot of the times all you need to 
do is look um, where your biggest challenges are because it, it's, you know, I, I forget who I interviewed, but I thought it was so profound. They said, you know what, sometimes that's where our purpose lies is in the deepest challenge and getting through that, you know? So um, I, I think that, uh, and then you also said that the big turning well, can, point can is I, when- can, you, I, can I pause that for a quick moment? Absolutely. See, when people ask me something like, I don't know what my purpose is and I don't know what my gift is, mm -hmm. I would challenge people to take a moment and stop thinking and to mm -hmm. tap into themselves and understand that the gift is life. Yes. You know, the, the, the gift is the fact that you're here. You know, you, you've been here before and you'll probably come back in a different lifetime, but for right now, this is the lifetime that you manifested yourself into and there are lessons and there are things for you to learn and there's opportunity for you to unravel your heart and for you to, you know, really um, shed some pain and some trauma in your soul in this lifetime that are helping to develop your soul. And so I would say that that's the gift. The gift is look no further than the fact that, you know, you're awake, um, you're breathing and you have an opportunity to, you know, create on this beautiful white canvas called life with this beautiful brush that you have, whatever it is that you want to create. Now, what stops us from that, Tina? What stops us from that is that the moment that we are born, we are born into an experience of fear, right? And so when we are not here, as, as, as a soul, we are connected to source and to God, right? And there is no separation. It's us, source, and everybody else. And that's when you really start realizing that, like, you know, we really are all one. And then when you come down, you come down into planet Earth in the safety of your mother's womb. So for nine months, you get to experience the safety in the, in the safest place you have ever or will ever be while you are here on this planet is in your mother's womb. And then the moment you leave that womb, you experience fear. That's when fear sets in because for the first time you, you're waking, you know, you see lights and you're, you're feeling pain and you're crying. You've never cried before. And as a little child, you start to, you know, create the story, like something is wrong and because nobody is holding me or nobody is feeding me on time or nobody is loving me because we're defenseless. We're defenseless. And so when we come mm. from love and all wow. of a sudden we are not experiencing love, right? And it could be something as simple as, you know, I hear all the time parents want to sleep train their babies. Don't ever do that. That's the worst. What does that mean? Oh, 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 let them cry. Let, let them, them cry, cry themselves to yeah. sleep. That's, that's the worst thing that you can do. It's how yeah. trauma starts start to be inflicted into a human being. I don't say that, you know, to, to shame anybody because we don't know. I did it. I did it with my first child. We did it with my first child. Um, and yeah. so you start to create all of these little experiences, some, some more traumatic than others. And then you start to create a story and your mind starts to create you know, these shadows and, and these places that are deep inside of your subconscious thought patterns about things that you must do and ways that you must show up in the world to be safe. And so what happens is, is that we're out there and we want to start a business or we want to change our lives or, you know, like me, we want to buy ourselves a house someday. And the ego goes, hang on a second. How are you going to do that? Mm -hmm. How are you going to figure that one out? Where are you mm -hmm. going to get the money? Right? And then guess what else happens? That energy inside of us of fear attracts other like-minded human beings to also regurgitate that same story to us. Hey, what are you uh -huh. talking about? And sometimes it's our mother and father, right? Oftentimes it's your mother Yeah, and oftentimes, father. right? It's just because that's been their experience and they want, they truly, they love you. And in the way that they know how to love you, they want to protect you. And so that's why they say right. Stuff. Or and yeah, and that or maybe that's how they were conditioned. Do you know what I mean? Because that was the kind of the case with my father. My father, you know, was very abusive to me. Not not so much physically or sexually, but very 
um, you know, emotional. Like I, I remember he'd be looking at me and I'd say, what are you looking at? And he'd say, not much. And then he'd like laugh. And I, I think he thought that was funny. You know, maybe his father did that to him. But what's interesting, I'm going to go back because my first book, I talk about exactly what you're talking about. But the twist that you have is a little bit different because I say, you know, any child, look at any child. They're, they're joyful. They're, they're secure. They know exactly what they want. You know, they're confident. I mean, say any little kid, what, what do you want to do? I want to be a fireman. I want to be a policeman, right? You know, you ask an adult that and they're like, I don't know what I want to do. And for me, what I wrote in the book was I think that, you know, we become conditioned to believe that, right? When we come from source, we are everything you said, but I've never heard it quite say that, like, that's our first moment of fear is when we come out of the birth canal. And, you know, it makes, it makes a lot of sense. So that's really where it starts. I think you're right. Absolutely right. Absolutely. And um, then it just kind of compiles. So I think what we're all really trying to do is get back to that, what I call it my book, that natural state that state of being that is pure spirit and, and letting go of, of your mind so much. I mean, I have this new practice now because I'm, I, who was it that taught it to me? I don't know if it was Sonia Choquette or it was Sarah Landon. I think it was Sonia that every morning she gets up and she says, spirit move me, spirit guide me, subconscious mind take orders from my spirit. And that really has kind of relaxed my ego a little bit and you're absolutely right. When people are, whether it's a new business or a relationship or whatever, you've got that old story going on. And especially like in business, if you can't figure out from A to Z how it's going to get done, most people just don't even do it. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, can I ask you, you, you had said, um, I don't even know the answer to this, how your, um, your mother's death changed your course. Yeah. Yeah. What would you like to know? Well, how did that affect everything that you were doing? I mean, you were, you're making money. What, at what point did, did she pass away? Was that from the first time you made money? Was that the second time you made money and, and what impact did it, did it changed you? Yeah, no. So I, it was uh, the second time I was in the middle of building the big company and, you know, we're going really well. And, and yet the reality is, is that I was building that company because of a deep rooted need that I had to be loved, admired and respected mm -hmm. by other people, you know? And so the other mm -hmm. thing that most people don't realize is that we're living in this world where, you know, most success and most success, you know, uh, coaches or whatever are, are living in their wounded and teaching from wounded masculinity. Is, is what it really is. Mm -hmm. And so, and that was, I went out and had a successful business. Yeah. And it was a big company, so forth and so on. But the energy in which I built the company was from the wrong energy. It wasn't from love. It wasn't from truly wanting to help people. I mean, that's the bullshit that we tell people, but deep inside, I wanted to feel powerful mm -hmm. deep inside. Yeah. I wanted light deep inside i wanted to be famous in my neighborhood or whatever the case may be you know you you, you say you want to help people but you know truly helping people if you really want to help people first help yourself you know exactly i was just you took the words out of my mouth you took the, yeah you know and, and and you said that masculine energy and i read that about what you had said too you said if you're coming from too much uh masculinity uh, the masculinity is about the power and love is about um, the female energy. So if you're working too much, you're coming from too much male energy. And if you're not working enough, you're probably coming from too much female energy. The, the goal is to integrate the energies, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, so, so, sometimes women, for example, they'll, they'll hear that and and, and, and men as well, because you see, we all have masculine and feminine energy within us, right? So like if somebody hears that video, mm -hmm. which is a video that, that, you know, is kind of out there on TikTok and everywhere, it's, it's what I said is like, I was actually talking to my, my coaching clients, right? And I said, look, when you're truly in your mat, in your, in, sometimes when you're in your masculine energy, you're working a little bit too much, right? Because the masculine is what mm -hmm. wants you to go mm -hmm. and to create and to become something. Right, the feminine mm -hmm. wants to chill, right? Wants to hang out, wants to rest, 
And so there's good yeah. and bad, there's pros and cons to both of them, basically, you know? And so if I'm speaking to my clients who are, try who, who are coming to me to help them to build a business and be successful, for example, then I can say that, I can say, listen, mm -hmm. if, if you're having a difficult time and you're feeling unmotivated or you're like stuck on the couch, like there's nothing wrong with that in life, but in business, just be aware, you could be too much in your feminine energy, right? And if you're too much mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. Right. You there? I see. So, okay. So let's say you're too much in your feminine and you're not getting into your power enough. Okay, so how would how would somebody do that? How would they shift their energy from too much feminine? Well, that, that, that's a great question because what is feminine power? What's what? The energy of this planet mm -hmm. is highly masculine. And so hundreds of years ago, yes. women were valued for their intuition, right? Women were valued for yeah. their heart, right? Because these chakras down here are more feminine, right? And so women were valued mm -hmm. for that. The center point is the heart. These chakras up here are more masculine, for example, right? And so women exactly. used to be valued and look up to and honored because of their wisdom and their intuition. That's why even to this day, like, you know, you hear something like, you know, a man is only as great as the woman that is by his side, basically, right? Mm -hmm. Because any, mm -hmm. any mm -hmm. man knows that you, you need a woman. Like when you're about to make a decision, you go ask a woman, right? Because that's where her power is, her mm -hmm. power is down here, right? Woman, for example, I'll give you a perfect example. I have a client who, it's so beautiful. I met her three years ago. And she was, no, I met her five years ago, actually. She was a mess, right? She was making 50,000 bucks a year. Mm -hmm. She was probably 60, 70 pounds overweight. She was unhappy. You know, life was tumultuous. And, and you know, we, we helped her get into a space where today she'd probably make half a million bucks this year. She just texted me. She's on a two-week vacation. She lost all the weight. And because she did it, guess what else happened? her daughter and her children also started to do it. Why? Because when a woman taps into exactly. power, that energy calibrates and helps move the energy of the entire family. The same with a man, however, right? And so it really just depends. Are you a woman, right? And there's a balance for a woman and there's mm -hmm. power called the divine feminine for a woman who is balanced in both her masculine and her feminine and a man. And there is balance in both his masculine and feminine as well, right? And so for most women that I work with who are out there, they're A-types, they're drivers, whatever the case may be, you know, I hate to say it, that is not the natural way of a woman. That is a woman mm -hmm. living life in her masculine energy because her mind can't rest. Well, what happens is that woman eventually comes face to face to the reality of the following. Number one, I don't want to work as hard. I want to take more time off. <laughs> That's where the awakening starts happening. But then guess what else happens? Number yeah, two, you're, my ta God. you're talking about me right now. I know. Yeah. So, so then guess you're what talking else about me right now? Because guess what else happens? Number two, well, can oh I my ask God. you a question? Why do you think women? So number two, oh my God. The man that I attracted, I attracted from my masculine energy. So if I attracted this man from my masculine energy, I attracted a man in his feminine energy. Oh my God, this is why our sex life is terrible. This is why my body won't physically open up to him. This is why I'm no longer physically attracted to him. What is wrong with me? What's happening? Here's what's happening. The woman is awakening. And the process of her returning to her true essence, which is the divine feminine goddess within, is starting to take place. 
And that's where confusion sets in because nowhere in the world does anybody show our women or our men who are returning into their hearts how to deal with all of this stuff. And that's the work that we do. Ah, uh, yeah. That makes a lot of sense because I hear everything you're saying within myself. And I, 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 I've said, you know, when I'm around like an alpha male that is really in his power, but is still connected to the, the emotional side. I mean, if, if it, you're too alpha, I'm not going to be attracted to you. But I've had the problem of attracting men that are weaker than me. And it doesn't work. So that's, uh, there's obviously needs to be a shift. But I, I, I think that that but came so you from... Wanna, do you, you want to dig deep into that? Yeah. So... Okay. Okay. There is it. It's, it's right. vice versa. So then, so then what happens? What does the world think is masculine energy? Well, I'll just tell you. It's the highly successful a-type, highly driven, Ferrari, Rolex wearing, you know, uh, flashy suit, masculine, right? Who's got a powerful business, so forth mm -hmm. and so on. I hate to break it to you guys, but that is the most scared man on the planet. Because a man who is yeah. in oh, his absolutely. Divine, the man who is in his divine masculine doesn't need the Ferrari doesn't need the, the watch, doesn't, I... need cash, doesn't need absolutely anything. So what is happening is the wounded woman is attracting, is attracting the wounded man. The only the healed woman can attract the healed man. Only the divine feminine can attract the divine masculine. Wound attracts wound, love attracts love. So what is everyone looking for? Everyone is looking for real love. Everyone is looking for the one outside of them. Do you know how you Danny, Danny, everybody's commenting that you cut out and they didn't hear that. Can you kind of condense what you were saying? I mean, I'm reading the rolling comments and everybody's like, he could, they couldn't hear you. It's the, basically, you're saying, uh, go ahead, the wounded man and the wounded woman. Yeah, there's, so what, go, go back to what you were saying is there's no room for a powerful man in my life if I've got too much male energy, correct? Yeah, that's correct. I mean, there's room for a powerful man based off of the world, right? Based off right. the world, right? And what right. is a powerful man in the world? Somebody who is driven, somebody who doesn't rest. This is the cigar smoking, whiskey drinking, Ferrari driving, Rolex wearing. This is that guy, right? In the yeah. spiritual right. got in the spiritual world, that that's a wounded man, because uh, yes. someone a man who is in his divine masculine energy number one wouldn't kill himself with the alcohol or the cigar, and number two wouldn't be applying so much energy into the need for the Ferrari or for that matter the. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. You know, somebody on your podcast had said this. He said, there's nothing wrong with the money, which is true. You know what? Because I don't want people to think that, you know, it's not spiritual to have money because that's exactly, I think, the opposite of what we're saying. But don't make it your God is what you're saying, right? Make the money through being healthy in alignment with yourself, bringing forth your gifts, coming from truth and authenticity, right? Not from just what, what is the opposite? What is? Exactly. We are, we are having some technical problems here, hearing you, you keep cutting out, but um, um, what? I'm gonna leave and come right and back. And come back in again? Right back, okay? Hang on one second, I'll be okay. right back. Okay, all right.
Okay, everybody hang on because it was getting frustrating for me too, I understand. Um, oh, you're welcome, Christy. What are your thoughts on that? What are my thoughts on uh, everything he's saying? I, I, I'm in complete alignment with. I mean, that's why he was drawn into my life. This is exactly what I've changed my podcast to be as opposed to just interviewing entrepreneurs and how they got where they are and maybe one great challenge that they had. Here he is. Okay, he's coming back on. So hang on just one second, guys. All right. You're welcome, Sandys. Thank you, guys. Danny declined. I don't think he would decline. There's two other people on here that's requesting. I think Wendy's all out of them, but uh, let's see here. Um, sent a request to be in the live. Let me see if we have enough time, you guys. Um, and send, okay, here's Danny. Hang on. Let me see if we have time. I'm, I don't know how long this is going to go, and I don't know how much time Danny, Danny has, so I've got to be respectful for his time, too. So just hang on a second. Are you there? There you are. Okay, yeah, let's much better. better. Much better. I, much better. Yeah. Okay. Um, so anybody, everybody was like really getting into that and thanking us for that. And, and it's so true. I mean, this kind of goes into, you know, what you were saying, which I thought was really profound is if you don't want to be around your kids, it really struck home with me. I mean, I was, I've been a single mom since my son was five and a half months. And, um, you, um, you said, if you, if you don't, if you can't, or you don't have the time, or you don't want to spend time with your kids, it's really a reflection of how you feel about yourself. Yeah, it's a reflection of the wounded kid inside of you. The wounded kid, the unaccepted child inside of you, right? And I just found that so powerful because you know what? I mean, all of this is about, it bleeds out. If you don't, you have a responsibility to heal yourself because otherwise it bleeds out to everybody else around you. I mean, we're all energy, right? And if we want to heal collectively as a consciousness, it is our responsibility to do this, not only just for other people, but obviously for ourselves. As, as I'm starting to say, most of my life I have lived a five, you know, I, I have my master's in metaphysics. I know the practices. I know it, it in, in my head, but it took me a long time to have enough faith to actually practice this. You know, um, a friend of mine said, Tina, God is everything or God is nothing. And I, I didn't understand what that meant. What that means is some people go, God is everything and I'll have faith when everything's going right. Well, that's easy to do, okay? But when things are not going right, that, and you, you can still practice that because what is faith? Faith is, um, is believing in something unseen. That's what faith is. And that's where, I'm that's where we talk about the sixth sensory world. So it's, you can't, can't uh, feel it or see it or, through your five senses. But if you can still practice that faith when everything is challenging, I'm not going to say going wrong because it's actually most of the time going right. And you can just bear into it and lean into it. First of all, you're going to get through it much faster. Okay. And you're going to also get the lesson that that's what it's, that's what it's for. Right now, I say to everybody, God's working on me. I, I injured my Achilles almost seven weeks ago. I'm a very active person. I work out all the time. Now I have this head cold going on two weeks, okay? And then I lost the talk about material things. I left my very $6,000 watch out by the pool. It's gone, you know? And my benchmark to myself is I would not have been able to bear this or I, I wouldn't have bared this six months, a year ago. Now I go, this is all part of the plan. This is all part of moving me forward. This is all part of slowing me down, making more, me more patient and trusting, having faith that once I'm through this, I'm going to be on a different level, level in order to fulfill my purpose even, even greater than I can right now, if that makes sense. Yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, there's so much to unravel there, Tina, but I'll just say, yeah. <laughs> is there anything you don't agree with um, you know tina the world of agree disagree is 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 so is so masculine you know mm -hmm. it's kind of like a there is no agree or disagree it's just your truth it's just your truth and so um you know what i'm sensing from you is you're you need deep in the process of like reconnecting and rediscovering your heart mm -hmm. um you, you, yeah yeah I, that's exactly where i am i'm you haven't you haven't sat with plant medicine yet have you 
No. Okay. But that's interesting. I'm going to be repping. Uh, you've heard of microdosing mushrooms. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of that? Okay, so I've been doing that, and I have suffered from anxiety. I've been diagnosed with four different kinds of ADD, uh, depression. I'm either high or I'm low, and that has actually really evened me out. There's, I'm, yeah, I watch a lot of Gaia TV. I guess there's the, there's one that my girlfriend of mine told me about, which uh, is how to change your mind, and it's all about this. Because I know you've done what ayahuasca. I've done it all, yeah, ayahuasca, mushrooms, yeah. So you're a big proponent for that. Does this get you? Everybody has their, everybody's on a journey, you know. Mm -hmm. um, it changed my life, yeah. Um, it did. Tell me something, what, what happened with your dad when you were a little girl? How was that relationship like? It was not good. Um, I just, I, nothing was ever good enough. Nothing. I'd win the tennis tournament. What did you do, what, what, what did you do in the second set? You know, um, who do you think you are? Um, you know, you, you're not going to get everything with your looks. I didn't even know, know what looks were. I mean, I'm nine years old. I never even brushed my hair. I was the biggest tomboy. So I, I just was kind of invisible for, you know, people meet me now. And they it's very hard for them to believe I was really insecure. Um, and um, I'm like, well, it was true. Um, so I think metaphysics really started, it, start, it changed my life. Um, you know, I've had a lot of immediate deaths. My dad died when I was only 28. My mom and brother died between in six months of each other. And then I had another brother die and a sister died. A lot of me, a lot of immediate family. Um, and so it, I feel like it's just myself and my son and my one brother left, you know, so that there's no lot, not a lot of support system there. So I do feel a, very much in my masculine. You know, I'm the mother, I'm the father. I'm not saying my son doesn't see his father, but he's with me. He's always lived with me. He's 18 now, still lives with me. But so I, I'm wearing the hat of everything. And I just, I guess sometimes I don't feel like there's room for the feminine side of me. But you know what? I know that's counterproductive. Well, allowing it is scary. Yeah. Yeah. So may I, may I kind of help a little? Absolutely. Absolutely. So do you remember what I said about the masculine always needing to like go, go and achieve? And, That's me. Uh, and the feminine is safe. So I want you to notice even in our conversation, it's like the mind won't stop. Yeah. And we know that the mind won't stop because the mouth won't stop. Because, mm. because the mouth just follows the mind, mm -hmm. right? And so as you're on your journey, you're going to remember this as you're on your journey. One of the things that you'll slowly start to realize is that you will be more grounded, right? Like your root chakra right now, your, mm -hmm. your, this lower half of you, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's energetically, they're all closed up. Mm -hmm. so, so that's why you have a very difficult time keeping this thing from racing because you're out here you're not grounded right mm -hmm. and i only say this because it was me it was so um once you have that spiritual awakening in the depths of your soul the first thing that's going to happen tina when you're ready is the scariest thing is that you're going to have to go back into the relationship with your father Mm -hmm. And number one, forgive him. I, I feel like I have. I, I do feel like you don't think you don't think so. Okay. I don't mean forgive him. Thanks. Sandy. I mean, forgive him. Because when you forgive your father here, mm -hmm. all of this starts to slow down. And the essence of who you are as a being literally will change. That makes a lot of sense. I had a therapist one time say, you know, it's like, you're like a tank, nothing gets in. I mean, it's like, you're, you're, you've got this watch guard around you all the time. I mean, and this was a long time ago, this was probably 20 something years ago. You're right. Um, so that's why I was thinking about coming to your December oh, awakening. Beautiful. beautiful, not thinking, you have to come. Yeah, no, I, I will come. I, I got to be honest with you, it's it, 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 yeah, 800 people. My, aren't I going to be like lost there? How, I was thinking kind of. Everybody, you see her mind? You see, <laughs> look at, look at, you see how it's happening? Whoa, 
whoa. See, because for some people, it's the flight, the cost, the money. The, for you, that's not an issue. Yeah, that's for you, that's but the mind will still find a way. Yeah. Mind still wants to find a way. Why not to come? Because the mind knows, right? Then we go deep into ourselves. The, the story starts to it, it starts to unravel. Yeah. And when the mind starts to unravel, this is the journey, my friends, for all of you. The journey for all of us is to unravel all of the blockages. Tina, there's layers upon layers upon layers upon layers of blockages and boundaries and brick walls that you have set subconsciously around your mind and your heart to protect it. And God yes. bless you. I would too yeah. if I was a little girl and my dad was speaking to me the way that he was speaking to me. But yeah. what we have to understand is our parents are love. They mm. just didn't know how to be love. Why? Yeah. Because their parents before them treated them the exact same way that they treat you. And so Tina, here's the beautiful thing. You're the one. You're the one that gets to heal it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're the one that gets to open this back up. You're the one that gets to cry the tears, right? Of forgiveness. You're the one that gets to reconnect to her heart. Why? So that you can heal, not just for you, but for seven generations prior to you and the seven generations to come. Mm. The work that you do is going to heal your son massively. Yeah. Massively. Because until you know what love is for yourself, you will never be able to fully show him or a partner or a man anyone real love. And that's why this work is so important. So true. I mean, I'm getting like teary right now. I, I know. And that was another question I was going to ask you. I mean, he's, uh, he'll be 19 in February. And I was wondering, bring would him. it be a good, that's what please, I was thinking. Please bring him. Please. Yeah. The, I the told him, I said, Morgan, if you get this stuff at your age, you know, you, you got the him. world by the balls. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Okay. You see what, 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 what humans being don't realize is like, you know, we're stuck, and this is men, women, everybody. We're stuck in this world where everybody wants to make more money or let's say is struggling with money. Well, guess why you struggle with money? You struggle with money because you struggle with yourself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so like for the A types, they may make a lot of money, but then they lose it. Why? Because there's a wound inside, right? They lose it or they keep it, but they're never going to experience love. I mean, life, yeah. happiness, whatever that, the case may be, yeah, right? Yeah, and so exactly. then it's like, so if you don't struggle with money, okay, no problem. Maybe you struggle with your body, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so people are either 10 pounds overweight or 50 or 70 pounds overweight. That was me. By the way, I used to struggle with both. Yeah. With both, right? Mm -hmm. I used to make a million bucks a year, but spend my $150,000 a year. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah. what good does it make? What good does it make? So then watch, watch. So then the third is sex is our relationship with another human being, is our relationship with the opposite sex, right? Mm -hmm. This is why human beings, it's like funny, but it's like, we don't have sex with our loved ones anymore. Why? Because mm -hmm. we're disconnected with our loved ones. Why? Because we distracted them from the womb. They are a mind mate, not a soul mate. And mm. how do you attract a soul mate? You attract a soul mate by first reconnecting your own soul with your own self and your own heart. Yeah. Only then will you be able to attract from the heart. And only then will you be able to fully understand what it feels like. I mean, I don't mean to, I'm just gonna go there, but this is why most women have problems down there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because it's not open. Right. You don't feel safe. Yes. In order to open for a man, you have to feel safe inside. A man can't provide that safety for you. First, you provide it for yourself. The mind starts chattering, the, the mouth closes down, and you step into your essence and your power as a goddess, as a divine feminine. The divine feminine doesn't need to say much. She just mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. And everyone feels her freaking energy and her power. Well, guess what that woman attracts? That woman can only attract someone in his divine masculine. She is safe. She is powerful. He is safe. He is powerful. This whole problem that women have opening up and, and letting the juices flow and all of that, and this whole power that men have of not being able to get it up and needing growth hormone and testosterone shots and lasting five minutes, all that shit goes away. Mm -hmm. All of that shit yeah. goes away. Yeah. No, because that, you're that in your heart. You're in your essence. Yes, I, no, it, 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 
it, it couldn't make more perfect sense. I mean, that's why I wanted to have you on here. So let's talk a little bit more about Awakening. Or it's Awaken, right? The name of the, the in, it's December what? It's December 1st through the 3rd. Is that a Friday, um, Saturday, Sunday? It's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yes. I, I used to, I used to hold seminars in my past life as a, as a business owner. The name of the event was called Relentless. Okay. Um, I used to have, you know, God bless him, Kobe Bryant was there six months before his accident. Alex mm. Rodriguez was there. Uh, uh, um, Rob Dyrdek was there. Uh, uh, everybody was there. We would just bring in all these people. And then one day after my awakening and my healing started to happen, I started to realize when you really discover your heart, there's nothing to be relentless about. Mm -hmm. You give up the fight. You yeah. give up the pursuit because right. you find everything within yourself. And so what I did was after, what, 12 ayahuasca journeys, probably nine or 10 mushroom journeys, countless meditations, countless breath works, I started to realize, oh my God, the reason why people have problems with life on the outside, money, uh, their bodies, their relationships, is because they're disconnected on the inside. Inside, yeah. So then I, I honestly, Tina, when I first found out about plant medicine, I was like, I got to get this to everybody. Mm -hmm. I wanted to shout from the rooftops. But then I thought, my God, people are going to think I'm crazy. So right. then I thought to myself, how can I create a, a, a transformational type of event, a spiritually transformational life-changing type of event like the ones I used to have from my toxic masculine, but that actually impacts their hearts. Mm -hmm. And then I developed these six spiritual experiences. We have two on day one, two on day two, two on day three. The third day is the most powerful. Tina, get, I'm just warning, get ready. You've never had, heard more people crying and screaming at the top of their lungs. It is the most beautiful experience. People hear their bodies, people people it's 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 incredible why because we go deep and we help heal the masculine and feminine at a subconscious level the mind shuts up you open up your channel to the divine energy of love and the room you, you'll see okay so i mean the question i had around that you know because i've gone to many events like this and i want to ask the difference okay so i i have gone a couple and i have felt like i, I, I was cracked wide open i felt amazing for a couple of weeks and then I slipped back in to my old self. So how do people stay in alignment after? Do you give tools? Is there an ongoing thing or you're smiling? No, this is the fundamental thing that most people don't understand about most of these events. There is no slipping. There is no going Once back. you're open, you're open. You don't, yeah. you don't fall back into it with your subconscious mind telling you the same stories. You see what you're doing? See, look at where she, somebody just said she's resistant right now. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's not only that. It's like the way you look at the world is from your mind. Yeah. I'm telling you, when you heal your heart, when yeah. you heal the wound with your fuck, you then this is going to be different than, than everything is different. Everything's different. Everything is different. There's no going back. All right, well, I want to come sooner than December. <laughs> That's three months away. I just missed the one in June, I guess, right? June, July. Yeah, we okay. just had one here in, in August, yeah. In, okay, so I'll definitely be signing that. You, you also tell us about the tribe. You've got, um, that's an online, is that? Yeah, uh, I've got a group program. It's for, it's for entrepreneurs who, you know, um, tribe is for starting entrepreneurs who want to learn how to, you know, get to six figures and above while having it all. And then inner circle is, is my program where it's for, you know, the A types, the people who are already making six figures, but yeah. they're working six, seven days a week. They're driving themselves yeah. ragged. They, they, they are overweight. They're unhealthy. They're unhappy. They're not connected with their partners. And, and they know if they keep going this way that, you know, they're going to self-destruct. Right. And what we help them do is we actually help them to say, scale to seven figures or more. Uh, and most people lose 50, 60, 70 pounds and they start working 30 um, hours a week versus 70 or 80, their whole lives transform. And that's called the inner circle. And 
the link the link for everything is on my Instagram page. So okay, so and and just so everybody knows, uh, it sounds like a lot of people here are, are, are your followers, but the, my followers that don't know, it's uh, just Danny Mora M O R E L L one R, correct? One R. E-L-L. So they can find you there. Your website, I do know, is on there, on your profile. So yeah. they can go straight to that. And then you also now have um, a podcast, but uh, you just now, you just started doing live guests. Because I listened to one this morning. It was just you. But now you're, what, having guests on now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, it's, and it's really growing. I think we just hit, like, number 11 or 10 in, in the U.S. for spirituality. So it's, it's, I'm, I'm excited about it because it's really growing. Uh, right. And, um, uh, yeah, it's called the higher self. But mainly, if everybody on Instagram just goes to my profile, uh, I have something there called Danny Mor or my website, dannymorell.com. Everything is there. Perfect. Okay. Three takeaways from today that you want to share. Takeaways or maybe offerings? <clears throat> offerings. Yeah. There's three energies of human mastery. And when you look around the world and you look at how many people are in disease, how many people are unhappy, how many people are financially broke, uh, when you're financially, physically, and emotionally broke, it's because you're internally broke. And I can tell you this from the bottom and the depths of my heart. When you heal the inside, you will heal the <coughs> inside, but you have to have the courage to do that. Maybe it's this event. I don't know. You got to have the courage to let go of the money and invest in yourself, right? You got to have the courage to take things <coughs> off work. You got to take the, everything in life that you want to change is on the other side of fear. And yeah. the opposite energy of fear is courage. And when you can find the courage to really connect with and tap into yourself, life opens up in a magical way and the money the health and the relationships <coughs> all of it will become easy because it's just a reflection of what's happening inside of you <coughs> sorry <coughs> perfect <coughs> i think we'll end there see i can't talk right now but i will be there and i'm gonna do my best to get my son there okay beautiful such a pleasure having you on and um i hope you have another conversation like this we will we'll have some more for sure. Okay, perfect. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And um, we'll see you next week. Bye now.